In this presentation, we will take a look at limits on the CTC and ODC, that's the child tax credit and the other dependent credit. We are focusing here on the other dependent credit. This information can be found in publication 972. Limits on the CTC and ODC, the child tax credit and other dependent credit. The maximum credit amount for the CTC, child tax credit, or ODC, other dependent credit, may be reduced if either one or two applies. Notice the or rather than the and, one or two applying. Number one, the amount on Form 1040, Line 11, or Form 1040, NR, Line 45, is less than the total of both credits. If this amount is zero, you cannot take either credit because there is no tax to reduce. But you may be able to take the ACTC if you are claiming the CTC. So that's the additional child tax credit. If you're claiming the child tax credit, uh, you cannot take the ACTC if you are only claiming the ODC. So in other words, we are concentrating here on the other dependent credit because we didn't qualify for the child tax credit. That would be the assumption made. And therefore, we're, we have this limitation and we can't then jump down to the, to the ACTC to, to qualify. So we'll take a look at an example of that in a second. Number two, your modified adjusted gross income, AGI, is more than the amount shown below for your filing status. So if it's over 400000 or uh, 200000 for all other filing status. In other words, if you're married, 400000 all other filing statuses, 200000 the most likely being head of household or possibly a single filing status. Here is our test 1040. We have the married filing joint return. We have the one dependent down here. We had last time the 80,000 is currently the income we're starting with. We've got the standard deduction is the 24,000, the standard deduction related to the married filing joint return. Note that line seven is the adjusted gross income. So when we talk about the income limitations or the income caps, they talk about the modified adjusted gross income, but we're looking, typically you can think about at least start off at the adjusted gross income and there, there may be some modifications if they apply uh, to you. So, but in essence, those are going to be income limitations and the AGI adjusted gross income is on line seven. 24,000 standard deduction in this example. We then have taxable income of the 56,000, the tax being calculated by the system, 6,342. And we have the child or the child tax credit in our case, the other dependents being at the 500 because we don't have a qualified child here. Now, if we had a situation where we had less income than in this case, 24,000, the standard deduction, then we would have no tax liability and we would then be limited with the amount of credit that can be claimed. For example, if we had 24,000 of wages rather than, rather than the 80,000, then we would be capped out here and we would have no uh, tax liability. And you'll note that the credit goes away. There is no credit left because this particular credit can't take it. We can't get a refund. We can't get money. The government's not going to give us money if we didn't owe any liability. All it could do is take the liability down, unlike the child tax credit. If this were a qualified child, then we might have the additional child tax credit in that case. For example, if we say that this is a qualifying child now and see what the software does, we still have no tax liability and there's still no credit up top. There's no credit on line 12. We don't have the child tax credit, but we have these other credits down here. These are called the refundable credits and those are going to be credits that can go above and beyond. We don't get that with the other dependent credit 
uh, and therefore we, we're stuck up here. If there's no tax liability, we don't get the credit with regard to the other dependent credit. That's why it's a huge benefit to many, many taxpayers if uh, it qualifies as a, a qualified child where you could possibly get the additional child tax credit down here, which would be in this case the 1004. Now we'll go back and we'll say, okay, now we got the non-qualified child, but uh, it's going to be a temp dependent down here. And we're going to say that we have 25,000 of income now. So now it's a thousand dollars. We've made a thousand dollars more than the 24,000 standard deduction and therefore have taxable income of 1,000 tax of 101. And then of course, the credit that we have here for the other dependent is 101, which would take the tax down to zero so remember that could be as, as high as 500 with the other dependent here in this case 101 is all we get because that is what would then take us down uh, to a zero tax liability and we cannot get any more benefit from that on the high side note that we could have 400,000 of income and the 24,000 being the standard exemption and we still have this credit of 500 so when we talk about the the high cap on the high end that's basically the 400,000 is the bottom level. So in other words, if I go to 405,000 and go back to our forms, it starts to phase out because of the cap here. And you can look at the worksheet in, in terms of what that phase out will be. But if we're making you know, over 400,000, the $500 credit is probably not the biggest concern. But you can see how it phases out here. And it would be if I go to 510,000 or 410,000 then uh, the credit is now gone so it'll phase out in that sense if it was if we were anything other than married then the cap would be 200 and starting at 200,000 you would see a similar type of situation as you can see here in part two modified AGI for purposes of the CTC child tax credit and ODC other dependent credit your modified AGI is your AGI plus the following amounts that may apply to you so re remember the agi is line seven it's basically the income the modified income line seven and then we modify that based on whatever the modification happens to be with this one with regard to the ctc and odc so we're going to modify it by this any amount excluded from income because of the exclusion of income from puerto rico on the dotted line next to form 1040 line seven enter the amount excluded and identify it as epri also attach a copy of any forms uh, with that so that would be one exception next one any amount or one thing we would add if it applies probably doesn't apply to most but it may apply to some next one any item on line 45 or 50 of form 2555 for earn for foreign earned income so if we had foreign earned income 2555 then we might have to have a modified adjusted gross income Next item, any amount on line 18 of form 2555EZ. Same thing, but now basically the EZ form rather than the full form. Next item, any amount on line 15 of form 4563, exclusion of income for bona fide residents of American Samoa. So the, if any of those items apply specifically, you can get more in depth on those. They would adjust your modified AGI. If you do not have any of the above, your modified AGI is the same as your AGI, which is probably the case for most people. And then the AGI, your AGI is the amount on Form 1040 Line 7, as we saw, or Form 1040 NR Line 35.